Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we are back with... Sorry for the delay. The Bristow's Made a Baby podcast week 27. How do you feel about that? I'm feeling pretty good about that actually good that's that's what we want to hear here <laughs> and did you know that the baby is very healthy size because it's a healthy vegetable wow lettuce a head of lettuce and i can i can comprehend what that looks like so i'm getting a better idea that is pretty big yeah that's better than kale it's about 14 and a half inches and 1.9 pounds it's Crazy. pretty big two yeah. pounds a little two pounder yeah Getting big. Um, the baby is showing some brain activity. That's, wow. We're just diving right in here. Okay. Let's get it. Come on. Hit me with the stats. I'm not going to follow our layout. Let's uh, let's just talk about the kind of weather there is today. No. Come on. All right. Uh, <laughs> the baby is starting to store fat. Yep. So Plumping up. For just storing, I, storing some energy. Yeah. I think she's like pretty wrinkly in there right now. Because she's got, like, normal skin, but no fat. Oh, well. Like, have you ever seen pictures of babies that are, like, pretty small? They're, like, kind of wrinkly. I, I don't think I have. Not, like, fat and have... Uh... Well, there's, like, different baby wrinkles. There's, like, the skinny wrinkles, and then there's, like, the... When you have... Is it called wrinkles? Around, like, they're, when they're really chubby around, like, their ankles and wrists. Like, rolls? Yeah, I guess rolls would be... Yeah, and those are wrinkles. Nice. So we're coming at you with a, a late, a dinner time uh, recording. I'm not on my A game. No. My mind is not sharp at this time of the day. Definitely not. <laughs> um, anyway. And the hearing of our baby girl is fully developed. It's pretty cool. Yes. Um, you know, but still muffled <laughs> due to the coating of vernix. Now, what's the vernix? The vernix is the layer of substance protecting the baby yeah good job that she's like coding yeah yeah way to go you're paying attention you passed that test thank you <laughs> right, nice educated guess it worked out there <laughs> let's play our favorite weekly game i'm gonna guess if you're feeling these common symptoms for the mother at week 27 are you having any leg cramps i would say no not a single one still to date it's happy great. to report back aches no nope yes constipation no no hemorrhoids yeah i saw i saw that pop up on the app i thought you were gonna say i, I saw them pop up down, <laughs> downstairs no <laughs> i don't think you can really see i mean i guess if you have a mirror down there you can see but right um no but it it said like on the app this week it was like common like you may still be experiencing these common symptoms and listed these all all off including hemorrhoids i don't think they've mentioned hemorrhoids yet or maybe they haven't i just don't forget but thank god i don't have those i'm a little worried about postpartum 
and that. Right. <laughs> have you ever had a hemorrhoid before? I haven't. I don't think so. They sound pretty awful. Yeah, it's possible. Oh, I feel like you would definitely remember that. Gotcha. That's not something you easily forget about. I guess I haven't then. Um, have you experienced any sniffing? I'm going to say yes, you have. Do you know what that is? Uh, yes. Take a guess. I didn't know what it is. The app told me that. Um, it's a discharge that gives you pain <laughs> in the vaginal area. No. It's not that complicated. Oh. It's two words put together. Snissing. Try one more guess and then I'll and then I'll fill you in if you don't get it. It's a made up word. I don't know. <laughs> it's when you sneeze and then pee. Uh well I was kinda right. <laughs> Discharge. I mean I guess. <laughs> sure. Kind of. I mean, yeah, you weren't super far off base, but I don't think that's it doesn't call cause any pain in the vaginal area according to you oh gotcha um have you experienced this no i haven't but if i did my uh physical therapist in my pelvic floor class probably would be like girl you need to work on that pelvic floor true and that's a sign you've been working on it i have sure have been going every single week still but yeah that's that's definitely a sign of a weak pelvic floor so it's not normal although this app makes it sound normal it's just very common, but it's not necessarily normal. Well, you're clearly not having a normal pregnancy because this bump app is incorrect on everything. <laughs> so anyway, how about that week 27, huh, Rebecca? All right, let's talk about week 27. So last week in the second trimester, which is crazy. Whoa. Really crazy, honestly. Um, but I, I feel like ready for the third. The second was, it went by quickly in that like the weeks went by really fast. But I also feel like I've been in the second trimester forever. So, like, I'm ready to get the show on the road and enter a new chapter of the pregnancy. Um, but I guess I'll just talk about some symptoms first. Not a whole lot to report, considering I said no to all those things on that on, <laughs> during Matt's weekly game show. Um, but I will say I'm getting, like, a tiny bit more uncomfortable. So... If I'm on my feet a lot throughout the day, I just find that I'm like a little bit ache, like a little bit achy, like around the joints at night. Um, and I just like feel like almost like a little bit sore, but it's not, I wouldn't even say it's uncomfortable. It's just something I've noticed. Like it's not really anything that that's a big deal. Um, but it's definitely just, you know, the belly is heavy and it's, it's putting a lot of stress on my body, but I feel like, um, I know I talk about this class all the time, but seriously, it's like life changing. That pelvic floor class has definitely helped me a lot because I'll catch myself a lot standing like with, um, I catch myself constantly. So I'm almost like hardly ever in that position because the second I like assume that position, I correct myself right away, which I would have never known to do this if I had never gone to that class. But basically when you are pregnant and like, you know, your center of gravity is like pulling you outward, it's totally comfortable and normal to just like kind of jut your belly out and like let it like all hang out um but that puts so much pressure on your lower back and also when you do that it completely like your abs and your pelvic floor are doing nothing like they're just completely idle your lower back is what's doing all the work so that's obviously not good we want to be working you know we want our abs to be somewhat engaged here and there throughout the day um and also our pelvic floor not always that's not good either but you know um regularly anyway so but when I like pull my hips or like pull my belly back 
and like stack my hips over my ankles, I notice it's just so much more comfortable. And I think if I hadn't learned that little tip, I think I would be a lot more uncomfortable by now. And I think I would have had a lot of lower back pain because I'm definitely starting to feel like the heaviness of my belly. Um, But yeah, still pretty good. And along with kind of just the slightly feeling slightly uncomfortable sleep too. Like it's just a little uncomfortable getting to sleep at night just because the belly is heavy (laughs) and um, I'll use like a pillow in between my legs and kind of like a little bit maybe to prop my belly up. I kind of want to get, I've seen like little like tiny like wedge looking pillows. I feel like that would be helpful because it would be just like just enough to prop up my belly, but like not enough to like push it up. I don't know. Like a pillow is too much. You should look around the house for the pillows we have on couches. (laughs) Seriously. Maybe the striped one. Maybe. I think that's too, I think that would be too like voluminous. I think I need something that's like really thin. Oh, that one's pretty thin. I don't know where you're going to get this thin pillow. <laughs> well, that's where the wedge comes in. I think it's like $10. Like it wouldn't be a big like investment, but okay. I'm pretty sure Target sells them. I mean, I haven't bought it yet. I don't know if I will. Anyway, so just a little tiny bit more uncomfortable at night. However, like once I'm asleep, I'm fine. Like it's just kind of getting comfortable at night. And then once I pass out, I'm typically still sleeping really well, which is super nice. And I will say, once I started getting uncomfortable at night, I tried I tried the snoogle, the pregnancy pillow, again. And it's still not working for me, guys. I just, like, I can't, I just, I don't know. I can't do it. But I'm holding on to it. I, I borrowed it from my sister, so um, I can get, technically give it back at any time. But I'm just going to hold on to it till the end of the pregnancy because I'm waiting for one day where I use it and I'm, I understand why everyone raves about it because to me, I just find it extremely uncomfortable. And anytime I do try and use it, always in the middle of the night, I like get up and take it and like put it on the floor and just go back to using regular pillows. I can't imagine if you use that thing because right now I feel like I'm (laughs) getting swallowed by pillows everywhere. (laughs) So I couldn't imagine that big thing in there. There's literally one extra pillow in the bed. It always ends up like, I feel like it's... (laughs) I have like 20% of the bed, a little sliver. I used to have 30%. Rosie now this, takes up another 10%. I used to have 30%, but now this pillow is taking up 10 more percent. So I'm literally on the edge, the bed edge. But I'm so used to it, I sleep like a baby, like a rock. Well, hey, there we go. So we're good. <laughs> no complaints here. Well, sometimes I wake up and it'll be like, what is going on here? But I don't You'll be like, make... are you using that pillow? And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> well, you I've been al- using it all along. You also like to start nowhere near your edge. So that kind of, that's the root of the problem. <laughs> but what well, are you going to do? Here we go. Oh, the bed, the bed is uh, crooked or something. It's tilted. We should get a new bed. You've laid on my side and then there's a gravitational pull towards the center of the bed. I guarantee if we got a new bed, you'd do the same thing. <laughs> well, if we ever got a new bed, it would be a king and you wouldn't have to deal with me at all because I'd be on like the other side of the country and on the mattress. Yes, let's get one. <laughs> I would get one, but it's not going to fit in our room. We don't have a big, we don't have a big master bedroom. It's not even, I would not consider it a master bedroom. It's just a bedroom. It's our master. I mean, it's the master, but it's just a normal size bedroom. There's nothing grand about it. (laughs) Like a king bed would literally wouldn't fit. I mean, it would, it'd just be tight. Yeah. And that's awful. We wouldn't be able to have bedside tables. It would just be a bed. It's fine. (laughs) You use that bedside table more than you think. I'll take it away for a week and you'll see how much you use it. You got your oils on there. You got your iPad on there. Just put them on the ground next to me. That's where you put your phone. No, you're just not going to put all that stuff on the ground. A little, actually, 
a little compartment <laughs> under the bed you slide out and under and then you can bring it pull it out when you're going to sleep okay bam i just figured out the problem yeah but then where are we gonna put the lamps we don't need lamps yes we do we use those lamps every night the overhead the overhead light is way too bright so every night we put those lamps on we put them on the other furniture in there yeah but then you have to get up to turn them off i'm happy to do it oh yeah yes i don't think so <laughs> most nights i have to turn off your light because that is so not true oh my god that is such a lie i have to get up and walk around the bed oh my god that is such a lie <laughs> the biggest lie i've ever heard that's maybe happened like once or twice if i was like sick i guess i'm just remembering those times i pretty much turn it off every single night good job <laughs> all right but anyway you need to figure out this pillow situation okay well you're just gonna have to deal with it i'm the one that's carrying this child i think you can this is your one sacrifice okay i can take it <laughs> okay cool okay so then just some interesting things that went down this week um First things first, we had another midwife appointment, which is always exciting. They're pretty brief these days. Yeah, I think it's more of a meet and greet and making sure, you know, they feel you and the heartbeat and everything's good. Yeah, and like since I'm feeling good, like there's really not much to talk about. Um, And if you're confused by meet and greet, uh, so those of you who have been following along, you know that I'm planning on or we're planning on giving birth in a birth center and there's um, a bunch of different midwives that work there. So you just kind of, it's the same as like an OB's office, whoever's like on call that is um, like who's going to be delivering you. So they want you to meet all the people and we're working our way through. I think we only have a couple, like a handful left, maybe like two or three midwives that we haven't met yet. Um, And then we'll be like seeing them again, which is kind of cool. But yeah, they're pretty brief. We got to hear the heartbeat. We chatted for a little bit and baby was head down, which was exciting. Although there's still plenty of time for her to spin around and do God knows what in there and not be head down. Uh So I'm not really like putting a lot of stake in that or getting excited or feeling like I'm in good shape because she could literally move at any time. Um, But it was it was nice to know that she was head down. And I also kind of suspected that she was just like based on like the kicks and stuff that I was feeling. So it was cool to have that like validated. And I was like, okay, so I am like, um, you know, what I'm feeling is, is correct. So that was kind of cool. Also another exciting little thing this week, we got our nursery furniture delivered, Yay. which was very exciting. Um, so that came, I think on like Tuesday. The best part was they put it together. They sure did. And yeah, that really was the best part. (laughs) So they came and they put it together so fast. I mean, I guess like they do this all day. So they're very, uh, they know exactly what they're doing. So it makes sense that it was fast, but I couldn't believe how quickly they put everything together. But yeah, they came and they were in and out in like 20 minutes, dresser, crib, ready to go. And uh, so that was like pretty cool seeing the furniture in there. Remember when you, you walked up to the room, I was like, oh, come look at this. You were like, whoa. Do you remember what you said? I said, a little girl's going to live in here. Well. Maybe, but you also said it just got real. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It definitely, yeah. It When you see a crib in your house, it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's pretty cray-cray. Yeah, it is cray-cray. Um, but yeah, we like it. It looks nice. And yeah, so now we got to start decorating the nursery, although haven't really made much progress on that front. <laughs> I'm just really trying to put together a nice plan for there. So it's kind of taking some time for oh, us. Okay. Well, we'll check in with you next week, I guess. Okay, you can good. You can give us a lowdown. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So probably the biggest thing that happened this week was my glucose tolerance test. Oh. Which you were not there. You were not in attendance. Oh, correct. I was not. I didn't really need you there. So there was really no point for you to come. 
But so if you are unfamiliar, um, all pregnant women through all pregnancies around, I think it's, I think it starts, the window is 24 to, definitely 28 is the cutoff, but I can't remember. 24 to 28 weeks, I'm pretty sure, is when you can go get this test done. And it's a test for gestational diabetes. So gestational diabetes is like diabetes while pregnant. And if you are diagnosed, you do have to um, follow a diabetic diet. Um, if it's really severe, you could be like potentially on um, insulin like after the pregnancy, but usually it just resolves itself once the baby is born. So basically what you do is you go in and you drink a very sweet drink. I believe it was 50 grams of glucose and you wait an hour and basically they draw your blood and they try and see how well your body is processing the sugar. So if you have gestational diabetes, you're basically going to be like insulin resistant and it's going to take your body longer, a longer period of time um, than average to process that sugar and move it from your you know, intestines or slash stomach to your bloodstream and then where it belongs, which is in your cells. So if it is too slow, you're going to end up having like a excess of sugar still left in your bloodstream. And that's not good. That's high blood sugar. Um, we don't want high blood sugars. We want um, our bodies to, or and really our pancreas to make sure that it's really taking care of how much insulin we need and getting the glucose where it needs to go. So it's not like lingering in our blood. And because if it's lingering in our blood, then baby's going to have the high blood sugars and it's just, it's just this whole thing. So anyway, you go in, you drink this drink and um, so many people talk about how gross it is. And my opinion is that the flavor is really not that gross. It just tastes, it tasted exactly, I had the orange flavor. I didn't get to pick a flavor. That's just what they gave me. Mm, Was it Fanta? (laughs) Well, yeah, it literally, literally tasted exactly like orange soda, which I think is Fanta. Fanta has an orange soda, right? Yeah, grape orange. Yeah, um, exactly like orange soda, just minus the carbonation. It was just, you know, Mm, it wasn't bubbly. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and it's the, the flavor really is not gross. Like, I mean, I don't really like drink orange soda ever. I don't enjoy soda, but it's not gross. However, you have to drink it in five minutes. So it is, it is kind of gross. Like the last few chugs <laughs> when I was like running out of time and just trying to get it down, it like was kind of gross. So I understand why people don't like it, but really like, it's not a big deal at all. Like I, it's not a big deal. Um, so then you basically, they set a timer <laughs> and you sit there for an hour and then you get your blood drawn, which I'm sure I've talked about this before because I've got blood drawn around like eight weeks. Or maybe I didn't because we did like one or two episodes for the whole first trimester. But I hate needles. Ugh. Hate them so much. They totally freak me out. Um, they, I've always had a phobia of needles ever since I was like really tiny. And I just, just, just hate, 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 hate needles. Um, especially like I've gotten over the years, I've gotten better with like shots like in my arm which, oh God, I hate those too. It's just like something like going into your muscle. Like, no, it doesn't belong in there. <laughs> like, get it out. But um, I've gotten better with those over the years, but I still, getting blood taken is the worst because it's just like the crook. Of, I was talking about this on Instagram one the day that I went in. So some of you guys may know exactly what I'm about to say, but I feel like the crook of your elbow is just like such a sensitive little spot. Like, and it's just nothing should be invading and piercing and like going into that area. I don't know. It's just... I agree. I'm touching it now. feels like just let it be. Just let it be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the phlebotomist I had was awesome. She was really, really good, which that's like probably my 
I mean, I hate the needles in general, but really my biggest fear along with that is getting someone who has to stick me like multiple times. Um, and that could be, you know, they may not be, a, may not be a very good phlebotomist or also you could just have like really difficult to stick veins. But every time I have gotten blood taken, they always say I have good veins, which, so I, f- I feel like that's good. And I'm always pretty hydrated. Um, so I should hopefully not run into that too much in my lifetime. Do you know many phlebotomists? <laughs> what do you mean? I've never heard that word until today. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. That's like the, the term for someone who draws blood. Gotcha. Learn something new every day over here. Yeah. Uh, mainly I know that because when I used to work in a nursing home, like as a clinical dietitian, they'd always be like, oh, the phlebotomist is here. Oh, so you know some phlebotomists. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, no, I don't know them. A phlebotomist and an accountant walk into a bar. The first time I heard the word phlebotomist, I thought it was someone who gave, isn't it phlebotomies? Or they don't do them anymore. But like back in the day, if you had um, any kind of, you know, mental illness... Um, they would basically like stick a stick in your brain and it would like basically make you like mentally paralyzed. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Did you ever read that book? Mm, maybe. Or watch the movie. Probably (laughs) watch the movie. Yeah. That's what I always thought it was, but no, it's not. It's just someone who draws blood. I mean, they might do other stuff. I don't think they do. I'm not super, uh, informed on phlebotomists, uh, job description. You seem pretty confident talking about them, but (laughs) all right. Um, but anyway, she was great. She was very talkative. Um, and she got me through it. She was telling me like a funny story and it really did distract me. So she was great. She was just also really nice, but I made the mistake of like, before we started, cause she, she like got the needle, she, you know, cause they put the alcohol on and that's always like a trigger. I'm like, Oh no, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And she like got the needle out and she was like, Oh, I'm not going to do this to you. And I kind of looked at her <clears throat> and she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go get a butterfly, which I think is like a much thinner needle. I, I'm not sure, but I'm almost oh. positive. I think that's like what they use on kids. Okay. Um, and I'm like kind of a small person. So <laughs> like, please give me the tiniest. I mean, maybe it takes longer to get the blood out, but like, I don't care if it's going to hurt less, I guess. It's a good point. Um, but anyway, so she was like, oh, I'll be right back. And she just walked like a few feet away. But I made the mistake of when she was gone, I just kind of like glanced down on like the tray next to the chair and there was like literally 10 tubes that she was gonna have to fill whoa i should not have looked at that because that was scary that's a lot that's like a a long time yeah i agree um because i had to get in addition to the glucose tolerance test i also had to get um some blood drawn for um like blood clotting they wanted to test blood clotting because i have like a history of dbt which is uh deep vein thrombrosis aka blood clots in my family so the birth center was just like, we just want to, you know, check that out, make sure, you know, there, you don't have any issues there, um, which should be fine because I've never had them myself. But anyway, so I shouldn't have looked down at the tubes, but I did. But she was honestly so fast. Like I was sitting there for half of it. I had my eyes closed, but then she was like talking to me. So then it felt weird to like talk to her with my eyes closed. So I opened them and I was just like chatting with her and she was really good. And, um, when we were just about done in my mind, I was like, okay, we're probably about halfway through. Cause I was like kind of paying attention to when she would like click on a new tube. Mm-hmm. But, um, then we were done. So it was really, it was not bad at all. Great. Yeah. So that's good. And I hope I don't have to get blood taken again at all. Like I know when you give birth in a hospital, they automatically draw blood when you get there, but I don't think the birth center does that. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. Maybe I should ask. So I'm not surprised. Good question to write like, down for our next appointment punch someone in the face 
You can punch me. I'll be your punching bag. <laughs> just get our baby girl out. Uh, just a quick funny story about getting blood drawn. Uh, when I was in high school, I had mono. Like, who, I feel like who ha- ha- didn't get mono? I did. And when I had to get blood drawn, I was so tired. Like, it was like one of my most exhausted days. And I like panicked when the lady came at me with the needle and I started like flailing around and she was just like, okay, you can't do it. Like you need to calm down. So that was one of my lovely experiences getting blood drawn. Yeah. The only time I drew blood or got blood drawn, um, was in high school as well for a blood drive. And, um, that's, I mean, I want to do it again to help out, but I had a bad experience. I like had to, I was sitting down and I was like, all right, I'm good. And I'll get up. Like once it was over and Uh -uh. like immediately had to sit back down. I didn't really like faint, but I was just like looking to my friends like down the hallway and like got really dizzy. Yeah, lightheaded. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like it. I just don't like that feeling. Well, I feel like it's tough for you because you're so tall, like and long. Like that's a lot. That's a long way for the blood to have to travel to your brain. Right. I agree. More than the average person. Sure. Um. But yeah, so that was so. I'm glad to have that out of the way because I was just like dreading that because I just freaking hate needles. Um, and then one final thing that was exciting this week. Yay. Two of our friends, very good friends. They got married. <laughs> they they sure had a did. wedding. They sure did. And it was a lot of fun. It was a great time. I was in the wedding. Yes, he was. Um, I was a groomsman. It's a good time. <laughs> you know, you're, I thought you were going to say, oh, I was a bridesmaid. No. Um, Obviously, you were a groomsman. He was yeah. the ring bearer. <laughs> But yeah, it was a great time. Uh, I was definitely feeling loose. Becca was uh, sober, but... As sober as they come. She was dancing the night away. I was impressed. I had a great time. You looked like you were. Yeah. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was sure about, like, having a big... Well, it's not huge, but having a decent-sized belly and, like, dancing. I literally didn't know what to expect. Like, if it was going to feel weird, but it really didn't at all. It felt pretty normal. Some random guy on the dance floor was to Becca, like, <laughs> oh, don't... Don't let the... Don't pop the baby out now. So then, yeah, like, so then we were doing a dance where I was delivering the baby. <laughs> I thought it was a good dance. Yeah, that sounds kind of graphic, but you were just kind of like down, like yeah, I was just down kneeling, on the ground. I was just <laughs> crouching down with yeah. my hands around your belly. That's all. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it was uh, a lot of people were. Well, it was funny because uh, the bride hadn't really like because they live in New York, so we don't see them all the time. But I had like a fitted dress on, so like the bump was like out and about, and she was like, "Oh my god, your bump." It's so big. Mm. It was definitely popping. It was fun. It's fun to show the bump off. It's a good time. Yeah, I agree. Glad you did it. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty pretty much everything that went down in week 27, aka the last week in the second trimester. Yay. So what are your thoughts moving into the third here? I want to hear them. I bet there's a lot of detailed. <laughs> no, I think I've told you outside of the podcast. but. Oh. Right we'll now, tell the podcast. Yes, right now it is early September. So I've been thinking in my head and saying out loud, you know, oh, we still have all summer and then we have another three months, you know, approximately until the baby's born. So not that I wasn't thinking about what it would be like, but I just kind of had that kind of cushion of summertime. And then, yeah, put it in the back of your mind. Yeah, now that September, it's kind of like, oh, like this month will fly by like all other months and it'll be two months away. So it's starting to, I haven't like, not that I'm going to like freak out, but I've had a couple of times where I'm just like thinking like when I've been around babies being like, oh my gosh, that's like, things are completely going to change. Like I know yeah. we always say that, but like, I don't always actually think about the detail in my head and yeah, really right. fully recognize it. So I'm very excited, but I'm also going to very much enjoy 
as much as I can the next two and a half, three months before the baby comes. Just do the things that make me happy. Yeah, no, I agree. Not that I can't do them when the baby comes, but maybe probably not as often, you know. Right. And just for reference, those of you listening, it was just Labor Day weekend. So it was like the official close of the summer. Right. Um, But I agree. Like, I feel like now that we're moving into fall, it's really like, okay, it's getting down to baby time. And um, I'm just excited. I'm excited for, well, obviously just to get closer um, little interested to see like how the third trimester is going to go when, and if I'll start feeling like pretty crappy and like what, the, I just don't know what to expect. Um, but I'm just like mainly excited a for like this fall just to like settle back in summer's always crazy. We're going to the beach almost every weekend and we're like always out, you know, always on the move, but in the fall, it's like a lot quieter, things slow down, it just gets darker, and it's just like kind of cozier, and I'm just excited to be A, more settled, um, B, to like prep for baby, like really focus on that, Um, but also one of my goals for this fall is to like kind of, I mean up until November probably, like just like jam pack our schedule with like lots of fun stuff, because. Yes, pumpkin patches, Starbucks, (laughs) Target. Home goods. What? Yes. <laughs> Those Please. are the only fun things. Those are fall. I mean, Those are great fall fun things. Pumpkin patch, yes. But like Target now because what? I don't know. I meant like maybe, I mean, we're going to go visit your sister probably. Yes, in New York. I would love to go up to a Penn State game. I don't know if we're going to make that happen, but I would love to. Great. Um, And then, I don't know, just like, I just want to do a lot of fun things. I want to, we need to make like a bucket list of like the fall last hurrah just like lots of fun things to do because i just want to like keep moving and keep my mind off of like i don't know potentially not feeling great anymore um and also go ahead i was just gonna say well this is your favorite season so it is my favorite season you gotta make this list but also the the main reason i want to do this have like kind of like a crazy busy but like very fun fall is because by the time like november rolls around and we're like a few weeks out and then also just like after the baby's here I'm just going to crave, like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I just want to stay home. Like, I just want to relax. Well, not necessarily, I'll be, won't necessarily be relaxing with a baby, but like, just be a homebody again, um, because we love being homebodies, which I know we're going to be kind of housebound for at least like, you know, the first month or so. Sure. So I want to like set ourselves up to be looking forward to that and not like, oh, we're already sick of being home all the time, you know? That makes a lot of sense, actually. It's a good point. Yeah. So, like, just jam-pack, have a great time, and almost, like, look forward to when the baby's here as, like, a time to really just, like, slow down and stay home and, like, not do much. I like it. Cool. All right. I'm glad you're on board. I am. (sighs) All right. Well, that's pretty much it for uh, this final week in the second trimester. Next time we talk to you guys, I will be a third trimester lady. Wow. With the third trimester baby. It's exciting. It's crazy. So if you're new here, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that button. Give us that five-star review and let us know your feedback. And we will see you in week 2-8. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.